what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. This is Indo-American News, the main segment of our three-hour uh, program. Uh, the first one you just listened to was the I Think I Know This. I didn't say that right. No, you didn't. It's <laughs> I Think I Know This. <laughs> <laughs> Quiz program. We, we had a lot of fun with the three contestants who are still... Uh, Two of whom are ICC members, so yeah, we talked about the ICC festivities the, coming up. The ICC, that's the Indian Clothing Company. No, mm-hmm. it's India Culture <laughs> Sorry, folks. Let Jawahar not mislead you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so we are now joined by our, our world-famous... Uh, esteemed... Esteemed... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Efficient uh, news roundup what was his uh, name? person. What was the guy's name? Reynolds? Who Reynolds? Uh, Jennings. Jennings. Peter yeah, Jennings. Right, ah, right. I used to love Peter Unfortunately, Jennings. Unfortunately, he's passed. Well, no, no, I'm not saying anything he about you. He was from Canada, wasn't he? Wasn't <laughs> yeah, he Yeah, he was Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good looking guy, too. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. But yes. We, before we let the rain slip into his hands, I want to mention one more time for those of you who did not catch the quiz program that today was 100 degrees, tomorrow is going to be 100, Monday will be 102. Tuesday will be 101, Wednesday will be 100, Thursday will be 100, and Friday will be 101. So if you were looking for any relief in sight soon, you're out of luck, buddy. It's not going to happen. And I'm going to mention the same thing in a few Exactly minutes. what I was going to say, that Jawahar, you're taking away Promote's lines. No, well, one of the things is that one of our guests is actually going to be talking about right. Texas warming up and uh, everything else. But, but Sinchali will do that lineup at that point. So, um, you know, uh, as I mentioned earlier, my, I'm really worried about my, the, all the money I spent on plants and all the foundation. What the heck? We should become like California. You know, now they don't even encourage people putting uh, grass in there and you should have artificial those. Oh, they've had that in, p- in place for like right. 20 years. But I thought they were recovering from and the drought. Right, but it, most it's the cost of the water. Yeah, no, no. That's true. So yeah, so they had got. They're no going to have plenty of it with the runoff from the mountains. Yeah, mm. that so is another issue now, form. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Causing flooding and all that. Yeah, yeah but that's uh, that. Like, you know, so they need the water from the runoff to fight the wildfires that will are coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So it's a never-ending battle. Did you see yeah, that yeah. crane which got on fire in uh, Manhattan and it no. uh, crashed and mm-hmm. it fell on a building? Last week. And oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
So it's all kinds of extremes that we are going through sure, right now that's in true. every possible way. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's very sad. But uh, but should I do the lineup? Please do. Yeah, go all ahead. right, folks. So as you know, you are listening to Indo-American News Radio, and we had our unplugged session today of with another um, edition of the Current Affairs Quiz, where Jawahar and me, Sanchali, we played. I think I know this, and our participants this today were Falguni Gandhi, Sanjay Singh, and Anil. So um, it, it was very close. <laughs> there was like a point one point difference between the first and second person, and the last person was only point five points away. So it was very very close today's contest. So in our main section for today, Saturday, July twenty ninth, um, on, on Indo American News Radio, a production of the Indo American Newspaper. We are on ninety eight point seven FM, and you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app. By Monday, the recorded show is available on podcast, which is uploaded then on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates and give us a five star rating, please. For the past thirteen years, each year, ten thousand baby boomers, those born between nineteen forty-six and sixty-four, have been turning sixty-five, and all will reach that milestone by twenty thirty. This presents a huge market of senior boomers who will need assistance as they become more dependent on home care. Rosarium Health, a new startup, is seeking to penetrate that market by offering barrier-free and assistive improvements to the houses that seniors live in. Samir Khanna, VP of Growth, will be joining us today at 4:20 p.m. to explain what Rosarium offers nationwide. The month of July is closing out worldwide as the hottest ever in recorded history and the broiling air and water temperatures are causing havoc all across the globe from wildfires to floods to falling river levels to dying coral reefs and parched farms and fields and you also you know uh you didn't you missed out uh, melting glaciers all the glaciers are also melting in texas alone the cost of this disruption in the climate is estimated to cost about 10 billion dollars houston chronicle business reporter erica grider will be joining us today at 5 pm because she has explored this issue and she will be sharing her findings To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven or at IndoAmericanNews at yahoo dot com. Please do pick up the print printed edition of IndoAmerican News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also visit our website IndoAmerican-News.com, which gets sixty thousand plus hits to track all current stories. That's the easiest way to read the paper. And remember to visit our digital archives from over fifteen years. Plus, our entire forty-two years of hard copy archives are available in the Rice University Fondren Library. Now over to Pramod with his phenomenal news. Phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal! It's Mr. Pramod, Peter Jennings. Right. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the heat dome that is baking most of the world. 
here in Houston, after a few days of 90-degree weather and occasional thunderstorms, the temperatures will return to 100 degrees or more. The combination of high atmospheric pressure and dry air from the Sahara Desert will keep rain chances to nearly zero. The heat index values are expected to reach 110 degrees. Also heating up are the assembly elections in India. To gain an advantage against the BJP in Bundelkhand, the Congress party, which used to be the party of secularism, will be serving as a host to the Bageshwar Dham head priest known for seeking a Hindu Rashtra. The 27-year-old Bageshwar Baba has a following in North India and worldwide in the social media. Over 200,000 people are expected to attend the live event from August 5th through August 7th. Meanwhile, the conflict in Ukraine is grinding on with casualties both of Ukrainian and Russian soldiers. While there are skirmishes underway across the entire 500-mile line of control, Ukrainians are fighting to regain the coastal town of Mariupol to break off the link between Russia and Crimea. Several developments have taken place with regard to the 2024 presidential election. Special Prosecutor Jack Smith has added a few more indictments against former President Donald Trump in his attempt to hide class highly classified documents from the Department of Justice investigators. Meanwhile, another Indo-American has announced his candidacy for the presidential nomination of the Republican Party. Harshwardhan Singh says he is a lifelong Republican and an America First conservative based in New Jersey. The two other Republican candidates of Indian origin are Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. Despite the legal indictments against him, Trump continues to enjoy a substantial lead in the popularity polls. Controversies have risen with regard to three recent films. The Jewish lobby has expressed its displeasure at the movie Bawal, starring Varun Dhawan and Janvi Kapoor, for trivializing the Holocaust suffered by the Jews in concentration camps such as Auschwitz. Hindus in India have criticized the movie Oppenheimer for depicting Oppenheimer's interest in Sanskrit through a scene that has extensive nudity. And then Republicans are upset about the movie Barbie's depiction of gender roles and patriarchy. In sports news, the Ashes series between Australia and England will be going into the fourth day tomorrow at the Oval. England has a formidable lead of 377 runs with the tail-enders Stuart Broad and James Anderson still batting. And in the second ODI between India and the West Indies in Barbados, India had scored 181 runs. And the last time I saw this, uh, West Indies needed to score uh, about 80 runs with six wickets in hand. In the Women's World Cup soccer, Sweden has beaten Italy 5-0 and France has squeaked by Brazil 2-1. The United States will po play Portugal on Tuesday after tying against the Netherlands 1-1 earlier this week. In Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros lost yesterday to the Tampa Bay Rays by a score of 3-4. The two teams will play the second game of the series later this evening. The Strohs remain two games behind the first-place Texas Rangers. 
Finally, this afternoon, Indian scientists have discovered the origin of a gravity hole in the Indian Ocean. It is an area of 1.2 million square miles below India where the sea level dips by over 328 feet and the Earth's gravitation pull is weaker. Researchers from the Indian Institute of Science in Bengaluru have run 19 different simulations to conclude that the gravity hole is the result of the disappearance of an ancient ocean as the Indian tectonic plate started moving towards Asia. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. So this gravity hole, if it's underneath India, I mean, is it still open? Is water still seeping in there? Well, there's a dip in the land. And so there's, uh, the water is, uh, is covering that spot. But, you know, the earth is not completely round. Oh, I see. So it's a huge dip in there's the a, land. Yeah, there's but a, there's no hole in there to where the water is. No, just, it's just a gravity hole. Just not a physical hole. I see. Okay, okay. So there, gravity there must be much less. Yes, correct. Uh-huh. So that uh, proves the tectonic plate movement how Happened. India was 140 created. million years ago. We, yeah. uh, maybe we should send some Indian politicians down there to figure it out. Right. <laughs> they can fight it out over there. <laughs> because that's all they do. We should send the whole lot of this generation. <laughs> right. But, uh, Propos, you forgot Major League Cricket. It's being played right here. No, no, but door. we have no. plenty of time towards yeah, the end of the show. But that should have been covered in the sports news. Okay, we'll talk about it in our sports segment. Yeah, it, it, uh, Jawahar, you better give us time no, to talk about it, okay? Yeah, we have plenty of time. Okay, We have right. plenty of time huh? for that. It's From not, not, not of that much interest enough. to me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. All the world-class players are there. But they're retired and old. No, not really, not all of them. They're retarded? That too. No. All right, folks, well, we are going to be talking jibber and jabber around a little bit. We've got a couple of minutes before our first guest, who's already called in, and he's calling in all the way from Denver. Oh, wow. No, Cal- I'm sorry, California. Oh, okay. And um, he's in Orange County, Los Angeles. So uh, I had a, the chance to meet him when he came to Houston last week, and we had a nice lunch at uh, Shiv Sagar restaurant. Say so a plug for Shiv Sagar. And uh, so he uh, he's a Punjabi. Uh, born right here in 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 the U.S., but uh, we'll talk about him later uh, when we get to that segment. Did but you have chole bhature? No, man. I I stayed away from that. <laughs> that's, that's that's dangerous. That's their stu- best meal. That's <laughs> dangerous stuff. Dahi balle. What did you eat? Uh, medu bara. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That is very South Indian. It's very South Indian. I'm a South Indian at heart, you know what I mean? <laughs> but your shirt says pure Purre Punjabi. Punjabi. Not, <laughs> pu- not pure, it's purre. Purre. <laughs> not, uh, not, not, There's an axo-grav. Axo-grav. Right. So it's not pru- purre. Pure. It's not purre, it's, it's not, yeah, axo-grav. Purre Punjabi. How would Punjabi say it? Purre Punjabi. <laughs> no, that's how, that's maybe how a Bengali might say it. <laughs> okay, you say it. <laughs> okay, so listen, uh, we have, um, we have, uh, we're going to have another guest with us later on who's going to be talking about the very fact that why we are burning up and nobody's doing anything about it. And I, I have, um, actually I heard something about this just recently on a, on a radio show called Reveal. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's on NPR. 
they talked about the disappearing underwater aquifer aquifer in Arizona. Really? Yeah. And guess what they're using it for? To produce alpha alpha wheat to export to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and you were talking about Saudi Arabia, right? Yep. What they were doing is fracking underground formations to produce water. Mm-hmm. And that has created the water that they need for the wheat farms. Right, but they have gone ahead and totally used it up. It's right, almost exactly. gone. So that's why those companies, the Saudi Arabians, are moving to Arizona. Right, so it's not only Saudi Arabians, but also UAE. Yeah. So anyway, I'll talk about that later. Right now, we're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be back, folks. 8.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We are now going to go to our very first guest. And Pramod, you want to uh, give yes, us a little introduction? Certainly. I'm very pleased to introduce Samir Khanna. He's a first-generation Punjabi-American. Bale bale. <laughs> <laughs> with a bachelor's degree in public health, master's degree in finance, and he's also a real estate agent. In the past 10 years, Samir has worked with a number of health tech startups and also built companies from scratch while working with the American Medical Association Venture Incubator. Today, Samir serves as the VP of Growth at Rosarium Health and is bringing up his deep understanding of healthcare and housing to grow the early stage company. Rosarium Health connects healthcare professionals and home remodeling companies to households in need of accessible home modifications. The company has recently raised $1.7 million in pre-seed funding and was chosen to participate in the Texas Medical Center Accelerator for Health Tech. Samir strongly believes that improving household accessibility is the fulcrum to enable in-home care opportunities, mitigate healthcare disparities and reduce total medical costs. Welcome, Samir, to our show. Hi, how's it going? Very good. How about you? <laughs> Doing well. Excited to join you as well as uh, Sanjali okay. and, and Jay. Appreciate the introduction that promotes. Right. Sure. So you're having a great time in, in sunny California? It's not burning up over there? Not not quite as uh, toasty as Houston, but... <laughs> <laughs> Where in California are you? I'm in Orange County right okay, now. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, getting some some sea breeze, but it is it is still hot here. So. Why why did they call it Orange County? They used to have they used orange to have groves. orange groves there. Yeah, At that's where Disneyland is too, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I try, so it's, it's I try kind of like Pearland for us. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Sugarland. We had a sugar factory here. So. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, Samir, Samir, I I talked earlier. I don't know if you were listening at that time about our meeting mm-hmm. last week. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, it was really uh, very nice meeting you and very personable young man. Uh, he's uh, got uh, a lot of great ideas about this particular aspect of the uh, of handling the 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 senior boom generation. I called mm-hmm. it senior boom generation. I don't know if you you heard uh, that particular introduction to the program, but you you probably saw the lineup from nineteen. 19- I did, and I. Go ahead. I, did, and I appreciated Dr. Gandhi talking about um, ICC's involvement with with seniors in the Indian community in Houston as well. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, and for for so many of us, uh, you know, Dwahar included, you know, we live with our parents, we live with our grandparents, and it's not a matter of you know uh, if I can keep grandma in the house. You know, grandma's staying in the house with you, right? Yeah, right. she's she's Thank there. You, she's there for the long haul. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, Making sure that uh, Dadi or, or Dada has a good quality of life while they're living with you is fundamentally important. So. Right. So the, uh, the 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 thing to remember, folks, is that from 1946 to 1964, which is what, 18, 18 years, there was a huge baby boom right after World War II, in the, at least in the U.S., maybe other places too, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there were millions of kids that were born because the GIs were rushing back, families were starting back up and so on. That bubble has gone right through the whole demographics uh, over the years in the U.S. And now the same people are turning 65. The leading edge turned 65 in, uh, in 20, 2010. 10,000 people daily are turning 65, Pramod. Yes, I turned 65 in 2016. Mm. And, and so now the, the, the falling edge, is the, the back edge of that boom, mm-hmm. will turn 65 in 2030. So it's another seven years. But meanwhile, all these people who turn 65 and, and older, they need assistance to live in the home, their own home. They don't want to move out of their home. And so this is where... Rosarium Health comes in, right? Exactly, yeah. I mean, fundamentally, kind of what, what Pramod was saying at the top, you know, we connect uh, healthcare professionals as well as home remodeling companies and make sure that people get the home modifications they need. And I know that introduction can feel a little bit wordy, so I'll make it very tangible. Um, you know, we're thinking about problems like, you know, assisting Nana when he has to go to the bathroom, you know, would it make a difference for for Nana to have a grab bar to lift himself up by um, in the bathroom, uh, you know, so he doesn't have to be um, helped out by his daughter? You know, would it make sense for Nana to have a wheelchair ramp installed in the front, uh, kind of two to three steps leading up to the front door, so that he's not afraid to, um, you know, trip and fall over those steps? You know, would it help for um, Nani G, who is in a wheelchair? you know, to go through a uh, widened doorway. You know, these are the types of problems that are fundamentally built into the home and thinking through ways that we can actually work around or work those problems and work with people so that they don't have to relocate mm-hmm. to independent living facilities is is kind of the goal here. Um, Samir, I've and, seen uh, in certain yeah. places there are these mechanized... Uh, stairways where you know people uh-huh. can just go up uh, on a mechanized chair uh, to the second floor do you all provide that service too yes absolutely that's definitely within kind of our, our purview as well so um the way the process would work just to be clear is um essentially somebody like you would say you know my mom needs help 
she would come to our website. Uh, you would come to our website and say, my mom needs help. We need a grab bar installed in the bathroom, and we maybe need a stair, stair lift as well. Stair lift. And then from That's there, it's called, yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. And then we would send out an, uh, an occupational therapist or a healthcare professional who says, you're right, um, Sanjali, we do need a stair lift and we do need a grab bar. However, mom also really enjoys cooking, so let's consider putting railings in the kitchen as well. From there, the, we would arrange for a um, home modification professional who is licensed uh, and bonded and has kind of additional certifications that we measure very intensely for to come out and actually do the work. And then the occupational therapist comes back, verifies that all the work was done correctly, and we're, we're good to go from there. So that's, that's kind of the process. And we're taking this process on from a little bit of a healthcare lens um, because while today our, our platform is set up to do cash payments, we are aiming to work with health insurance companies. Um, so kind of a, a little bit of a crazy statistic, but across 15 different states today, uh-huh. Health insurance will actually pay for home modification. Get out of here. Yeah. I, I did not know fact, this. I was going to ask how expensive is all of this. Because yeah, you know, it's, it's usually, it depends on the home modification. Um, you know, normally for something like a grab bar, it's nothing, nothing crazy, right? But for a walk-in shower, you know, something along the lines of 10000 you know, twenty thousand dollars. Tell me about it. I had that done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't know insurance covers it. I didn't know insurance so, covered it. Uh oh. Yeah. Can I go back and ask now? <laughs> so that's the funny part is you can yeah you can you can go back and ask, but a lot of these uh, health insurance companies don't necessarily have a network of even contractors or people ready to go out and assess the home, or sometimes if they do have somebody who can go out and assess the home, they won't assess the home until after. Um, Dadiji has fallen. Oh yes, right. that's true, so and then that's crazy, too late. Crazy yeah, reality. that's true. So that's kind of why we're excited to be working in Houston. Is obviously to work with the Indian community in Houston, but to work with all sorts of um, different people, whether they're Vietnamese, Chinese, you know, pe- people who live in River Oaks, everywhere. Right. Um, so they're, they're, we there. To sorry to interrupt, but I was wondering. Uh, so you have a network, a database of contractors, occupational therapists, and other professionals who could assist in this, and you have this database for the greater Houston area. Correct. Uh, is that correct? And, and That's absolutely correct. We have about 400 um, home modification professionals that we work with, mm-hmm. uh, so contractors, and then we have about 85 um, healthcare professionals that we work with as well. To be clear, um, our business model is not predicated on taking a percentage of the job. That would only make the job more expensive for everybody. Correct. So what we do is we actually get paid by the contractor for providing the information from Sanjali and about her mom. And once that job is ready, Sanjali can go to the website and say, here are the three professionals that I would like to select. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Samir, it's, uh, you, she's <laughs> making eyes at me. It's, <laughs> It's Sanchali, Sanchali, not Sanjali. Sanjali, I apologize. That's okay, that's okay, no problem. So, yeah, you know, uh, um, Samir, I work in a rehab facility where we do, you know, we specialize, I'm a pharmacist, and our hospital specializes in physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and so on. So, I was thinking, you know, it would be a great uh, place for you to probably come and, you know, talk about this uh, at our facility. We will be having a follow-up conversation for sure. Yes, In other words, she wants you to take her to... 
Shiv Sagar's for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, it's a corporate setting, so I do not know if they'll allow you to get your foot in there. But uh, it wouldn't hurt, you know. Yeah. To so to make it clear, Samir, uh, uh, do you then uh, add the third leg to this uh, to work with the insurance companies for the uh, compensation? So the short answer is today, no. But okay. that will be part of the process going forward. Okay. Um, candidly, our founder comes from a background, or one of our founders, I should say, has a background in actually selecting benefits from the health insurance side. Oh, okay. So he's you know very well aware of how the health insurance companies think through selecting different uh, benefits. So okay. that's kind of our end goal is to become a benefit that um, that health insurance companies okay. automatically. So, be great. so yeah. once uh, someone contacts you, you kind of put a package together depending on, you know, what the needs and requirements are and then they go ahead and pay you and then the insurance gets billed. Is that how that works? So, so not quite. They actually, they can pay through us, but the only payment that will be going back and forth is between the contractor as well as the um, patient. Oh, okay, okay. Person doing the modification. So you're just the, the go-between providing all the... Correct. Okay, got it. Yes. And to be clear, you know, the only way we get paid is actually from the home modification provider. We don't get paid any other way yet. And the, the um, reason we've chosen that structure is it allows costs to remain low and also creates a little bit of a competitive bidding process. You know, if, if so, Bill, Joe, and Bob are all trying to work on your on the stair chair for your mom, you know, and they're all qualified to do that. You can look at examples of their work and see who might be the best suited. You can also say, I want all three to come out and take a look and then get a bid from each of them. Um, uh, Samir, <clears throat> one of our listeners just texted me. She said that most insurance only covers up to 150 bucks. What? Only most, yeah, and that's, only mostly yeah, it, it's with Medicaid or, and Medicare. So it's funny, you know, for, for Medicaid and, and um, the Veterans Administration uh, insurance, they actually won't do the home modification unless you have three contractors offer a bid as well as a occupational therapist do an assessment. So uh-huh. that's part of the reason why we've set up that way. Mm-hmm. And as far as, um, as far as your listeners' comment, you know, for some of these health insurance companies, they're not quite there yet. That's right. However, there is a lot of grant money on the side that um, we are looking at right now and trying to figure out how to steer some of that towards these projects. For so example, so I know you as a company, Rosarium, knows about this grant money? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's part of the reason, you know, there's bringing the finances together as well as uh, making sure that the work gets done. Right? These are two separate issues, but inherently intertwined. So uh-huh. uh, we're well aware that <clears throat> affordability is going to be an issue. You know, for people who do struggle to afford things, we can sure. figure out how to put grant money together. And I'm happy to provide my my email as well in case people want to reach out directly. So yeah, getting please, the work done. <clears throat> please throw out some phone numbers or a contact number so people can <laughs> people can reach yeah, you. Absolutely, absolutely. Anybody can reach me just by emailing me at uh, samir at rosariumhealth.com. Samir, S-A-M-I-R, at Correct. Rosarium, which is R-O-S-A-R-I-U-M, health.com, right? That's me. Yeah, yeah. and Samir, and, 
Yeah, and Samir, uh, I have a question. Uh, do you prefer to work with a general contractor, or uh, I guess it depends on the situation, but uh, or uh, individual vendors? So it does depend on the job. That is right. Um, yeah. You know, for so the some of the certifications that we look for range in terms of the thoroughness that they take. And uh, Sanjali, you can appreciate this. Um, you know, being a pharmacist, right? There, there are some that are two-week processes, and then there are some that take up to six months to complete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, if it's an aging in place um, certification, it may not take that long. If it's the USC um, kind of executive certification in home modifications, that will take a little bit longer. Um, but to answer your question directly, promote it does depend on the job. If it is something, you know, very simple, then it may make sense to work with a general contractor. Um, and then if it's something more complicated, like installing a walk-in shower, then, yeah, we want somebody who has, you know, a month worth of training on exclusively home modifications. Um, so they understand both the um, kind of technical aspects as well as anything else that they might be dealing with um, when working with somebody who might have disabilities or seniors who, who really need this to live their day-to-day lives. Well, t- talking about disabilities, one of the things uh, that – a lot of seniors need is uh, hearing assistive devices for their phones, not just their phones, but the doorbell or or even watching TV or and also more brighter lights for their home when they're walking around. I mean, all these things do add up. And I know this from firsthand experience because I deal with this day every day. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, it's the little things in the home often, you know, it's um, even as simple as dropping the remote on the carpet and not being able to find it because there's not enough contrast between the remote and the carpet color. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, these are kind of, they seem like little things, but as they stack up throughout the day, they create frustration and definitely um, just making a switch where you can or making um, making any sort of modifications where you can, you know, we can, we can tackle jobs like that as well, which may not even be as, as imposing. So do you operate nationwide or? So, yeah, today we are actually only focused on Houston. So um, it is the the fundamental focus. Uh, You know, our program with the Texas Medical Center uh, Health Acceleration Program, we we are actually talking with um, hospitals and um, community-based organizations in Houston. So, you know, you can, whenever we're in Houston, you'll find me everywhere from Golfton over to River Oaks, over to Third Ward. This this guy <laughs> already knows Houston like the back of his <laughs> hand, you know. And when he came in here last week, he was like, I'm in such and such. I said, how the hell did you find this place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a great city. And um, it's, I'm really struck by kind of the diversity of folks up, out there, but then also the amount of learning that we're going to be able to do um, as a startup and take in, um, you know, potentially to, to another market, but... Candidly, it's Houston first and foremost in our minds right now. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> uh, Samir, I have a couple of questions for you uh, reg- regarding the same assistive devices. Uh, but we're going to be going to a commercial break very shortly in about a minute. And when, it, when we come back, we can talk a little bit more. You might have uh, maybe a few minutes. Do you have some, some more time you can give us? Absolutely. Okay, great. So this is uh, Samir Khanna, 
good good household Punjabi name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calling all the way from Orange County, California, to talk to us about Rosarium Health, which is expanding its uh, network of uh, health professionals and remodeling professionals in the greater Houston area. So don't go away. We will be back with him to because I have a couple of interesting uh, things I wanted to ask about because. As everyone knows, my mom, who's 95, lives with me. And so we'll be talking about that. So don't go away, folks. This is a New American News Radio. And uh, we'll be going to a commercial break very shortly. What was that? Somebody? No? No? They just hung up. They didn't want to talk to us. (laughs) So, Samir, don't go away, please. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back, folks. Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramon Indo-American News Radio Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, atas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. Wo kuch kehti nahi par ye bhi ek bhasha hai. हीरे की चमक हर नारी की अभिलाषा है हां तुम कीमती हो यह सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जूलर्स ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7134806776 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everyone. We are talking to Samir Khanna about Rosarium Health's uh, plans to expand into the greater Houston market with the healthcare professionals and home remodeling companies that could help change your uh, your your house into something that your elderly uh, loved one can uh, navigate through with the use of different devices, grab bars, and so on, and maybe changing out the, the bathtub, which I hate. I hate bathtubs. As it, is. <laughs> it always You always get tripped up on it, huh? Man, I tell you what, you need, you need to... I mean, I stopped using a bathtub years and years ago. And well, the funny thing is, if you go to India, every house, this is a walk-in shower. There's right. no bathtub. Exactly. <laughs> and you have a bucket, you put a bucket underneath, and you take a right. lota, and you start to wash. That's right. <laughs> yeah, somehow more water efficient and uh, less intrusive at the same time. <laughs> right. So, so a couple of things people need to remember when you're, when you're dealing with an older person. Uh, and I talk from experience. One is 
you need to get a shower, uh, like a bidet for your toilet, mm. a handheld <laughs> bidet. You would be, a, you do not understand how much you need this until you actually get to that point. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, now they're absolutely. easily available. Well, There's not not choices. so easily. I found that only Home Depot had two two models. Lowe's did not have one. I got one three years ago uh, online. Oh no, online is one different story. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're if you're like me. And I noticed when we took Mama to the uh, to Margaritaville. Margaritaville, even the height of the beds can make a big difference. The you know? height of the beds yeah. in yeah. the hotel, but also toilets are there's a handicap height toilet. And you have to keep that in mind because, you know, when you're having trouble standing up very fast, even an inch makes a difference. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And another thing, uh, this is what I wanted to ask you about, is do does your company handle things like uh, cameras in the house? Yeah, we can absolutely um, work on work on projects like that. I would say to your earlier point about, um, you know, whether it's the toilet or the bedroom, you know, this is talking about the entire home. You know, when we when we talk about home modifications, by no means are we talking about just projects that are limited to the bathroom or to the kitchen. Um, you know, while that is definitely where it might help quite a bit, um, you know, if it is something like a camera outside the the doorstep or making sure that you have kind of um, flashing lights for somebody who may not hear a doorbell, um, as much anymore. These are all sort of projects that we can we can tackle. Oh, and also, no cameras inside the house so that you can watch grandma from a distance away if you happen to be at work. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, that's yeah. I think I think we should be able to tackle that without without any sort of issue. Um, you know, mm -hmm. the beauty of being um, in a position like ours is we are both uh, accept we're accepting cash pay and then working on insurance, right? So. If somebody wants to submit a request um, like that where they want to watch their parents, yeah, we can certainly um, work on something like that, no issue. Um, I should mention, in our process, there's no obligation to have an occupational therapist uh, or a healthcare provider come out and assess the home necessarily. You can go directly to the contractor and um, find somebody who's really good at installing cameras uh, to watch uh, elderly adults at home as well. Just to reiterate, whatever price that is quoted, it already includes all the fees that Rosarium uh, has, or any so, markups. So we anything? don't have. Yeah, I don't know if I made that clear. So uh, we don't. We don't have any fees that the consumer touches at all. The mm -hmm. only contract. The only way that we make money is by the contractor paying us a fee to access the data. Find, a finder's fee. To do. Correct. That's right. Mm -hmm. So, so whatever whatever the contractor quotes you is whatever you're getting. Ah, okay, okay, that's great. That's great. Um, well, uh, I think that makes uh, a lot of sense. And uh, Samir, uh, are there some examples that you can give us uh, of recent projects? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, part of the reason our company is named Rosarium is because uh, you know the, one of the co-founders' grandma's name was Rose, oh. um, and within yeah, and one of his uh, family members actually is, you know, had had MS, and this is what kind of kicked off the whole journey. Mm. Um, was, you know, she had MS. She would come from the car, walk into her front door, and really hesitate about the two steps in the front door that she would have to either climb up or climb down to get to her from the car. Mm. Right, and all of a sudden, 
uh, you know, his, his aunt was not being able to leave the house because of the fear of those steps, right? So wow. he actually started by building a wheelchair ramp, uh, well, taking, taking a bunch of courses that, you know, got him uh, down, the, down the route in home modification, and then building that wheelchair ramp, and then doing that for other members of the family. Um, so that's, that's kind of how it's all come about. It's been very organic, um, very kind of, how do I do this to meet my family's needs, and how do I best do it for other families as well? So people should feel comfortable when calling you for this kind Absolutely. of, and so you, you're bonded and everything else. So yeah, one of the one of the ways that we we only work with contractors who are licensed and bonded. Uh, the contractors are their own independent entities, but we will not um, be giving any contractors any leads if you know we have a negative review on them or we don't fully trust them. So we really personally vet all of the home modification. Uh, contractors as well as the occupational therapists that come on to our platform because so, at the end of the day our reputation is everything right so the the fact that you are like locating these people the 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 consumer who gets on a website to ask for this for seek this help is not obligated to pay anything at all until nope. you know the deal Fully is struck free. exactly right. that's right Great, great. And the website's pretty easy, actually. I went up there and oh, okay. checked it out. It's pretty easy to use. <laughs> yeah, it's about, I think it's maybe six steps. It should take a total of about three to five minutes to put in a request for a home modification. Um, and you can describe, you know, it's sometimes hard to describe some of these problems. So it's some of these um, problems are broken out by room, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you were mentioning the beds earlier, a little bit earlier, draw uh, her, mm -hmm. you know, saying it's in the bedroom. Um, and, you know, then going further and putting some details around, you know, the bed is either too high or too low. Uh, you know, mom doesn't feel comfortable. That's something that we can kind of go go ahead and get from you while you're actually using the platform. So instead you can of include pictures or videos as well. Instead of like. instead of you going there with a with a saw and sewing off the legs of the bed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, Samir, thank you so much for calling in, and we've learned quite a bit. We've been talking to Samir Khanna, who is the Vice President of Growth at Rosarium Health, and you can reach him at samir at rosariumhealth.com. Appreciate uh, it. And we, we appreciate you calling in, and we look forward to seeing you back in Houston whenever you have a chance. All right, sounds good. See you all soon. Thank you so Take much. Take care, Samir, and good luck. Bye-bye. Well, Sanjali? Yes? Uh, for you, for you know, another assisted thingy that we should have is when you're lying down on the bed, you should have something to hold your phone up. Yeah, that would be so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, your hand you're gets tired holding on. To, and you're trying to prop it against pillows or something. or yeah. You know, I, I, the cell phones either need to get lighter or they need to get a little bit better because I think I'm wearing out my little pinky when I'm holding the phone on my pinky. Ah. So, and uh, we're going to be going... You might need some pinky surgery. <laughs> pinky <laughs> surgery. Yes, we'll have you on in Pinky surgery. Okay, that's Erica. Okay, Erica, is, our next guest is calling in. She'll be on the air in just a few minutes. But uh, meanwhile, we have about 10 minutes before we get Erica on. Right, well... Or we can get her on now and then we can, you know, end it later. 
Okay, we can do that can too. Can we do the announcement? Yeah, let's do the announcement first. Okay. Announcement, folks. Uh, Swami Mukundananda, global spiritual leader, he will be conducting two weeks of free programs in Houston. Uh, Swami Mukundananda is an alumnus of IIT and IIM, and he took sannyas at the young age of 23 and has dedicated the last four decades to the welfare of humanity. The topic for the first program is Golden Rules for Living Your Best Life. It is from August 5th through the 11th. Uh, at India House, which is on 8888 West Belfort, Houston, and it is from 6.45 to 9 p.m., so you can go after work. And topic for the second program is Bhagavad Gita, the Song of God. That is from August 12th through the 18th at Durgabari Auditorium, which is located at 13944 Schiller Road, and that is also from 6.45 to 9 p.m., the admission for all of these programs is free and there will be great dinner also served every day. So please, mm. folks, do not miss it. Free registration is at jkyog.org forward slash Houston. jkyog.org forward slash Houston. So if you'd like to listen Once again, to the, the venue. And uh, the first one um, is Golden Rules for Living Your Best Life. The venue is India House. And that's from August 5th through 11th, 6.45 to 9 p.m. And the second topic is Bhagavad Gita, the Song of God. That is from August 12th to the 18th at Durga Bari. And it's also from 6.45 to 9 p.m. Please do register at jkyog.org forward slash Houston. And it's all free and there will be great dinner served as well every day. Oh, well, it sounds, okay. like a, sounds like good so programs. So now we will move on to Erica Greider, who is holding on the phone for us. Erica Greider is a business reporter for the Houston Chronicle. Previously, she wrote for Texas <laughs> Monthly and The Economist and served on the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas's Emerging Leaders Council. She has an undergraduate degree from Columbia University and a Master's of Public Affairs from the University of Texas at Austin. And Erica, welcome to our show again. Good to have you with us. Happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, Erica. Thanks. Thanks hey. for calling in. You finally made it to Austin, I hope. Yeah, we're here. It's, it's just as hot in Austin as it is in Houston. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really, I can imagine. Hey, but I got to ask you, what does the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas have to do with Emerging Leaders Council? Oh, well, that, that was actually a great experience. I'm no longer on that board, but it's um, it's sort of a small board of about 20 people, and they come together, you know, once, twice, twice a year and sort of talk about what they're seeing in their industry, what they're seeing in their region of the state. So they sort of bring together a group of, of young professionals. Um, I'm not sure who's sure on the current board, but if that's something listeners are interested in, they should look into because they look for a mix of different industries in different parts of the state and, and so on. Yeah, really, very nice. Uh, so I had to ask that question, but but meanwhile... Since you mentioned the weather, and our segment we're here with you is about weather. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, so here's what the weather forecast, I've already done this once before, but, but I wanted oh, no. to do it again with you, since you're our guest, or to a specialist talking about this. The weather in Houston is, is this is according to the Houston Chronicle, your newspaper. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you've got new metro, metro, uh, meteorologists who are actually new doing meteorologists. meteorologists. So our first newsroom meteorologist. Yeah. So here, here we have, it's going to be 100 degrees today, 100 tomorrow, 102 Monday, 101 Tuesday, 100 on Wednesday, 100 on Thursday, and 101 on Friday. Boy, it sounds, uh, oh no. sounds like a worn-out recording here. 
Another long week for us. And actually, you know, historically, we're, I think we're now entering, I think Justin wrote about this, but we're now entering the period they call the dog days of summer, which is, I think the, the phrase sort of conjures yes, like, right. like a dog and my dog laying on the couch looking tired. <laughs> 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 That's kind of like hottest, really. So we've had enough heat already this summer, so it's, it's um, you know, daunting to think about. Yeah, and it's, it's just as hot in Austin, you said. Yeah, and we, you know, it's, it's funny, which has been true for y'all, too, but we had, um, in my neighborhood in Houston, we had, like, a little sprinkle of rain yesterday, and we're so excited, oh, maybe it'll cool off a few degrees because of the rain, but part of part of why it's been so hot and felt so hot this summer is we've got a very dry July also, so. Yeah. And I guess that forecast you read, it doesn't have any, doesn't have any nice little rain clouds living for us, just. Well, you know, in, in New Delhi, when the monsoons come, as, as they happen in Bombay, mm-hmm. um, we when the monsoons first come and the first you know the first day it starts to rain people little kids they run out into the streets they <laughs> play they're so excited they're so excited they make paper boats and they float the paper boats on the on the puddles and everything <laughs> and it's like having christmas in july because we end up celebrating with hot tea pakoras samosas just trying to make sure that we can enjoy the cold weather yes yeah absolutely <laughs> So o- over here, it's but, probably watermelon. Erica, this is promote, and uh, I was wondering, uh, will August continue to be hot? I think that's what we're hearing from all the forecasts. I mean, of course, as we get into the deeper part of hurricane season, we watch for that too. But I think what we've been hearing about this summer, and of course, you know, as, as <laughs> I think everyone who lives in the Houston area, who lives in Texas, is used to having hot summers. But this one just felt a bit hotter than normal. It's actually not the hottest on record. I think the the summer of 2011, if you remember that, that was. I think that holds that record um, in the modern era, at least, since we've been taking temperatures. But um, I think everything I'm hearing is that we're kind of looking at, yes, yeah, so a very hot August again. All right. The last time we talked to Erica, she was covering the political beat right. for, mm-hmm. for Use Chronicle. Now she's back doing something she loves to do, which is business. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and there was a story, her lead story was on the paper on Wednesday, it was the heat wave could cost the state nearly ten billion dollars. Oh wow! And I thought, right. and that's yeah. And I thought, I thought, you know, a lot of people talk about this kind of stuff, about how hot it is, and so on and so forth. And then we 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 have elected officials who absolutely pay no attention to the fact that they should do something about the climate change issue, until this headline might they might catch their eye. Ten billion dollars. How do you figure, Erica? Well, it's an interesting study. So the study comes from, and, and it's funny because the study came out on Monday, it's in, or this economic analysis. It comes from uh, Dr. Ray Perryman, who's an economist based in Waco, who studies sort of the state economy and does these occasional economic analyses of various topics. And um, when it came out on Monday, I had just been looking at my electric bill. And so, oh, uh, as, yeah. as you <laughs> so that we, we, all, we all can relate to this. I was kind of curious to see how it would be. And um, it had, you know, roughly doubled from July to June. And so we, we had insulated the house. And so I, I was curious to see. But the thing is, it was just so hot that even though we had this insulation put in in June, we did it ourselves. It was kind of a fun project. Um, you know, that the the you know the HVAC unit is just working so much harder to keep the temperature somewhat you know temperate inside the house. Mm-hmm. The consumption had gone up quite a bit, and so I was looking at that and thinking, you know, I'm hearing these stories from everybody I know. Everyone's getting these huge bills for their power, for their water, um, and I'm thinking that's got to have an effect on the economy because people then if they suddenly have a higher expense for their electric uh, bill, for their water bill. They're not going to have the money to go out and to you know go to dinner or go on vacation and so on. So there's going to be some sort of I, you'd expect to see some sort of offset in consumer spending. Oh yeah, and oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so because <laughs> you know something we're all we're all paying for our, our AC. Um, you got to cut you so, got to cut something in order to pay for something else. 
Exactly, right? And so, you know, compared to this point last summer, I mean, last summer at this time of year, as you recall, that was like inflation was really high and, mm-hmm. you know, eggs were like a precious commodity. And so we had that sort of pressure on consumers. And now that's eased up a little bit, I think, but now we have this kind of pressure on consumers. But the, the analysis that Mr. Perryman did, Dr. Perryman did, is he looked at kind of across all industries. And he sort of came up with this figure of this summer, if it hadn't been like hotter than average, um, it'll add up to a total net cost of about $9.5 billion in GDP, so almost $10 billion. And that's kind of across industries. And there are some industries, um, like agriculture, where there's like a concrete impact because the heats are, you know, affecting crop yields. And there are some industries that are actually going to get more revenue, like utilities is the obvious example, because they're collecting more money from us in, in our bills. Right. Erica, um, Erica, I'm going to have to interrupt you real quick. We're going to go to a commercial break, and after we come back, okay. we can continue okay. this conversation. So we'll wait until the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Erica Greeter. She's with the Houston Chronicle, and she did a beautiful story about the costs of getting warmer in Texas. So we'll be back, folks. Don't go away. This is Indo-American News Radio. We're on every Saturday, whether it's hot or cold. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Indo-American News Radio, India News, U.S. News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. पूरे यूएसए में मेनिया फैल रहा है अब ह्यूस्टन में भी फैलने वाला है कौन सा मेनिया एग मेनिया यू आर इनवाइटेड टू द मसाला स्टाइल ग्रैंड ओपनिंग ऑफ एग मेनिया eccentric indian street flavors 10 locations across usa and now opening on 6688 southwest freeway hillcroft grand opening sunday july 30th 12 to 3 buy any two get one free don't miss eggmania's unique volcano rice and cold cocoa surti gotalo and vegetarian options available 8322517200 eggmania.com at Amerijuve, it's Christmas in July. Laser hair removal, half body, three areas, $9.99. Hydrofacial, 25% off. Microfacial, $69. Microneedling, three for $700 or six for $1,200. Skincare products, 20% off. Teeth whitening, $99. Botox, $9.99 per unit. Buy two syringes of filler, get 30 units of Botox free. Kybella, two vials for $1,000. PDO thread brow lift, $9.99 or neck lift, $12.99. Call 713 960 6262. Ah, Look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. 
crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio. 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Erica Greeder, who's with the Houston Chronicle. She's the business uh, writer. And she did a, a, a story about the how much the heat wave in Texas could cost us uh, in, in uh, a... Um, uh, Dr. Roy, uh, Dr. Yeah, Roy Perryman, in Waco, actually did this study, and he he estimated that it's going to cost the state of Texas ten billion dollars. Erica, can you explain a little bit more? Yeah, and so um, so that's he's he's looking uh, across you know multiple industries, several hundred industries for this this analysis, and so I emailed him to ask, well, how do we arrive at that at that figure of almost ten billion dollars? And he said that basically what's happening is that although there are some industries that are you know particularly affected. And some workers, I mean, think about construction workers, landscapers, anybody who works outside, those workers especially are affected. But then he said, you know, in multiple industries, what, what he's seeing in the data is that there's just been a decline in productivity because, you know, fewer hours worked, um, people taking more breaks, people taking more sick days because the heat at these temperatures can be very taxing on humans. Um, and uh, so basically it's just kind of across many, many industries, uh, it's just like people are, are feeling a little slow and a little tired, right? And mm-hmm. you said that, and I thought, that just makes so much sense to me. Because, you know, I feel that way, too. I, I drank a big Diet Coke on the drive from Houston to Austin. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I got on the radio, I said, you know, yeah. some caffeine and some, some cold. But, I, you know, I think we all feel that sort of, you know, it's a little slower to walk. It takes a little more time to do things. But, You're but a little I think, more tired at the end of the day. <laughs> I, but you, you mentioned something else earlier on about, you know, watching your electricity bill and, and cutting out yeah. your lights and... And having to pay the, a five hundred dollar electric electric bill versus going out to spend on at a restaurant, right? So right, right. and there are, and there are, there are some things that are. Um, I mean, there are some sectors of retail. So, for example, we talked to Academy, the sporting goods retailer, that's headquartered in Katy, and they said they've seen you know sort of an uptick in sales of like coolers of sort of personal cooling devices, like those those things you can kind of put on your neck. Um, but overall, I think that if you have consumers. Uh, Incurring these not entirely unexpected, but sort of elevated beyond what they were expecting expenses, um, then you're going to have. I, I think I'll, I'll keep, keep an eye on this to kind of see. Um, consumer spending has been fairly robust since the uh, post-pandemic era, since the recovery began, and that's helped the, keep the national, the state, and national economy uh, go, doing well and in growth. Um, even though there was a lot of forecasts of recession, you know, this time a year ago or when this year began, mm-hmm. I think people are starting to think, okay, we're going to have a, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. We're probably not going to have a recession or maybe very, very mild slowdown. Um, but I'm thinking about this, I mean, I'll be curious to see over the course of the summer, um, what does consumer spending look like across the board if people are yeah. you know, saving their dollars for things you really can't do without, right? You have to, you know, keep your house cool, especially if you've got people who are older or younger or have health issues in the house, you have to have some sort of climate control. I and mean, so that's going to be a priority for households, I think. You know, uh, I went to the post office yesterday. This might sound like a little trivia here, but I went to the post office. Yeah, go for I, it. Yeah, I, I go to the post office um, once a week for uh, newspaper-related stuff. So I went there yesterday at, um, and I know exactly when I went, about 10.30 or quarter to 11. And this is a post office I dread going to because it's a terrible post office. It's, it's worse than the post office in, in India. 
you know, they they just treat you so badly. But I walked in there. They, guess what? There was no one in the post office. What? Really? Absolutely. Absolutely nobody, just me. Like no people there. <laughs> because it was the heat. The heat probably drove everyone away and thinking, well, we don't want to go. So now, well, I think that you know you were going in the morning, so you probably I, I would guess you were thinking I better go before it's noon, so it was a little cooler at least. <laughs> yes, but I went at eleven o'clock, and usually you know the post yeah. office they 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 yeah. open like eight or I think nine o'clock or something like that. But usually there's a lot of people, but nobody. And then the other day when I was driving down the freeway uh, from well came back from on the Katy freeway, the feeder road was empty. Well, that, that doesn't happen oh, yeah, very often. <laughs> Something, right? I know, yeah. I know. So, so to your point, there's a people that they're keeping their cool, staying at home, not moving around too much, and therefore it's affecting the economy. That's the one thing. The other thing is our our infinitely wise governor and, and lieutenant governor and all these other people are not. Uh, they've been playing social engineering tiddlywinks, <laughs> and and they haven't been doing anything about moving water around, retaining water, storing rainwater for a rainy day. Yeah, those would be good things. They should just use the money that they used for the buoys in the Rio Grande. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe we should fill up the buoys with water. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we have, and, and you got West Texas too. I mean, for Houston, it's been dry, but you know, we we generally have fairly good access to water in the Houston area, but. In a lot of West Texas, um, you know, there's there's drought conditions that already apply, and so that's. I, I think that in general for Texas, infrastructure is something we have to think about quite a bit more than we do. We talked to the Jay, you and I, about the um, the newish CNBC ranking of, of yeah. states for business, mm-hmm. and Texas this year ranked six. And, you know, six is not the end of the world. It's not. The, it's not. It's still top ten. Lots of states would be happy to be top ten, but it's the first time since they've been doing this ranking that we have ever not been in the top five. Oh. We're used to being like number one or number two Whoa. in that particular ranking, and that ranking is you know it's it's just a ranking, and there's you know these two things are always a bit a bit of art more than science perhaps, but they're they're pretty comprehensive. They look at a lot of data sources. They do different categories, and one of the categories where we where we slid this year that helped us slide into sixth place overall was we slid from I think 14th to 22nd in infrastructure. Uh. And so that's the kind of thing where it's not only are humans affected by this, um, but of course workers who are humans and then businesses who are, you know, composed and run by, by humans are, are going to have those concerns too. So, Right, I well, but, but glo- global reminder. warming and, t- and climate change is upon us. Texas is not immune to this, but Texas not. doesn't is, is not really embracing it with some sort of, you know, yeah, gusto. Our uh, Republican administration has immunized itself from the climate change issue. <laughs> they took too many COVID pills. <laughs> 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 it's true. Well, it's, you know, of course, with climate change, that's going to be a that is, it's truly a worldwide issue, right? And so, addressing that's going to require every state, every nation. Um, but, you know, but you know, about things, but, but, yeah. not to trivialize things, but you know, mm-hmm. farmers' crops in the fields are withering away because of yeah. the heat. We lost. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of years of drought already. Cotton has been mm-hmm. a victim to this. Uh, yeah. Goodness knows what else. And we need to really pay attention to policy that can help us to to deal with the warming planet. I mean, only uh, an ostrich would stick their head in the sand and say, you know, there's nothing happening. Well, I, I would agree, especially, I, mean, I think that, you know, it's, obviously with Texas, and we do have, you know, fairly nice conditions, weather conditions, about eight months of the year, but these these brutal summers, people sometimes say, oh, well, it's it's better than the winters you get in Chicago, and, you know, there's, there's that, but I, I feel like I've heard 
a lot of talk this summer of people just saying, I'm not sure I want to take this is so hard. This is so difficult. This is just really unpleasant. Um, and so, of course, I mean, for, for a myriad of reasons, we need to, I think, be attentive and mindful to this kind of issue. But we, what does the Paris Accord ask for, promote? They ask for, what is a, a, a reduction of temperatures by 2.6 degrees or something? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that sounds right. And, and so uh-huh. if that's the case, what is Texas doing to help to mitigate that as a state? Because we love to say that we're, we should you know, be uh, left alone and do what we, whatever we want. But we're not doing well, very much. Know, one of the things that's been striking to me this summer is that, um, you know, very thankfully, we were we were actually warned by state leaders, by ERCOT, the grid managers, that we might have to be prepared for blackouts this summer because just because they were expecting demand to be so high. And thankfully, to date, we have not had widespread blackouts of the kind we had during the February 2021 winter storm. Uh, we've had, like, localized issues, you know, power line comes down, and that's, of course, very unpleasant and difficult and dangerous for the people affected by it. But we haven't had a statewide grid problem, but that's, I think, been because although demand's been very high, um, we've had good performance, especially from renewables, from wind and solar. And so if you think about that, I mean, I think we are still the leading state in the nation for wind power capacity. And that was because 30, 20 years ago, we were very much interested in the idea of we're the energy capital of the world. This is an area of our expertise. Historically, it's been in you know, oil and gas, but we can also do renewables. And um, that was a big focus of, 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 I think, both parties, the sort of building that infrastructure. And right. that worked out well for us. But, but I, I, I'm not, to me, so to me, one of the lessons of the summer is, like, thankfully, we haven't had blackouts, but that shows kind of the importance of having renewables in your portfolio. Um, but we haven't really seen a greater embrace of renewables, I would say, as a result of that, even though, to me, it seems like the benefit is, is right there. Uh, so, Erica, what, what do you suggest an ordinary citizen can do in this situation? Oh, God. You know, um, <laughs> Well, I think on the on the sort of reelect some I mean, good leaders, that would be a good thing. <laughs> the kinds of things you do. Yeah, I mean that that I think is, is part of the discussion. I think that, <laughs> uh, in, the, in the in the immediate term, getting through the summer, uh, checking on your neighbors, making sure people have power, making sure their people are okay. If you see, I've been handing out like cold Gatorade to like the mail person, people I see on the street, just in case because they're you know outside working and it's hot. Um, things we can do at local level. I think about things like. There are things you can do in the community. Planting trees, for example, is a good one, right? That actually has a ton of benefits for air quality. It can help bring down temperatures in a localized way. So even if we are, um, as an individual, not able to affect systemic change, there are things you can do in your in your neighborhood, on your street. But in my neighborhood, they've been cutting down trees. Guess why? Because they why? because of the foundation that they're moving. Yeah, and actually, that we were talking about the, you know, the water bills, right? So yeah, the water bills and the, the the tree, the roots go underneath the foundation, and they crack the foundation. Right. The next thing you know yeah. is there was a nice th- thought about the tree, but it didn't work. You know, so on the one hand, that's the, that's the one thing that you have to worry about. And my water bill, four hundred and forty-one bucks. Oh gosh, <laughs> but I mean, we were talking about the dead like, but you still have to. I mean, uh, unfortunately, you still have to water, right? Because you still water your foundation, you have to water your trees, and so yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a difficult burden to carry for the individual person. But um, that is, I mean, there's, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't think Texans are using power or water frivolously, right? I think we're all kind of mindful of, you know, okay, I'll, I'll run the washing machine at night when you know the demand's a little lower, so it's not going to be as burdensome on the grid, and I think. I think people are naturally doing that. That's actually part of the discussion, too, right? How do we become more energy efficient? How do we conserve power? But there's only so much you can do um, because people do have to have you know, power and water. So Yeah, but the, the biggest problem, I mean, you can conserve power. You can do with yeah. fans and not put the air conditioner on, but you cannot do without water. Right, uh, exactly. And, I mean, even certain temperatures, I mean, I think that, you know, there's, there's, 
it can be dangerous. I mean, there's, there's regularly, this has been true for a long time, but there are, uh, unfortunately, you know, in any Texas summer, there's typically some heat-related deaths or heat exhaustion that happens, especially with people who are elderly, people who are in these kind of hotter environments. And it's partly because just, you know, a certain, I mean, that can be a real health risk. So I think that's something to, to take seriously. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, um, I'll tell you a funny story. So I, I, this is from the story I was reporting on. So I was thinking about, you know, how does the heat affect us in these various ways? And I talked to a beekeeper. Mm-hmm. And she said that actually in the summer, bees tend to produce less honey anyway, because that's when the flowers sort of conserve more nectar for themselves. Oh. So that in the summer, said bees, what they do, uh, they, they go around and they, they collect water and they bring it to their hive. And they sort of cool their hives to about 95 degrees, which is their preferred temperature. They kind of make these little like swamp coolers, like they'll put like a little pool of water and they flap their wings so the air circulates so it gets a little breeze going on inside the hive. Um, mm-hmm. But she said that actually as a beekeeper, she's been affected by the heat because the heat makes bees, you know, cranky and agitated like humans, right? <laughs> <laughs> she said she just got, got stung on the lips like that morning because she was you know, taking care of her bees. Uh-huh. And um, they're just like, it's too hot out. It's too hot. Like, oh, wow. Well, yeah. So, so all... All, but it's neat how the bees have adapted themselves to the change. Yeah, they're they're clever animals, and in the winter, said that they keep the hive at the temperature by sort of you know huddling together for warmth, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But just said, you know, it's like a, a switch flips in June. You know, up till June, they're like little angels, and then you know after June when it gets hot, they just start being little little grumpy. Well, we 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 Indians, at least the first generation, are very used to being able to adapt because. Uh, in back in the old country, there wasn't any air conditioning for a long, long time, so you used yeah. a ceiling fan, right? And you'd well, su- actually, there's a question then for 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 me. So, I mean, do are there are there strategies or ideas that that you you're bringing to this community? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you you use ceiling fans. You very seldom walked yeah. out, and you had long siestas. Yeah, the, the, and the, then uh, heavy curtains on the uh, windows. On the windows, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, the homes are made of cement and crooked. Yeah, and the walls are like uh, three feet uh, deep. So oh, they're quite insulated. Well, not three feet. That's a bit... Some are. <laughs> I mean, you lived in a castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they but, were brick walls. But they're... At least, uh, you know, thicker than the plywood uh, uh, walls that we have and, here. And air conditioning yeah. is a big, big culprit in global warming. Yeah. Just think about it, yeah. what happens. You take the heat from one part of the hot home and you throw it out. Yeah. When you yeah. throw it out, the hot, the hot air goes out, as well as the motor, that the condensing motor and everything else is running, and they're producing heat of their own, right? Sure. So... Yeah. So if you'd used less air conditioning, that would be good. So one of the ways in, in the old country that we did with cold water is we used to have matkas and sarais, clay, yeah, the, clay uh, pots. Earthen pots, yeah. To cool down the water very naturally. And it yeah. tasted good, too. Right. Oh, that's if, a good idea. If you don't know uh, air conditioning, I think uh, uh, people do pretty much okay. I don't know if they can survive 110 degrees, but they can do... Well, Seven, in the Thar, 80, 90 Thar Desert in Rajasthan, they do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's there's something to be learned from us. We need to start a a um, Asian task force for <laughs> air conditioning. Correct. <laughs> that would be a great idea. And then to the point, too, about insulation, I think that one thing about Texas is a lot of the homes that we have, a lot of the housing stock, um, including the house where I live, which I think was built in, I don't know, 1950s, mm-hmm. they just weren't really built with, with uh, energy efficiency necessarily in mind. Mm-hmm. And so... There are things you can do now to sort of, you know, add insulation or, or make things more energy efficient, but that's something that has not been built into a lot of our housing in the state, I would say. 
So that's something to consider too, I guess, because that can help you lower your consumption and, and keep things, um, you know, lower your footprint, your carbon footprint as well. Right. So, Erica, do you have uh, future articles uh, about this topic uh, upcoming? Well, I, I think I'll return to it. I just I'm going to keep an eye on how this sort of plays out in the in the consumer economy. Uh-huh. Um, I have some articles coming out. The articles I have coming out the next week are, are are not about this, I don't think. But I I suspect, given that this issue is is still so um, not only pressing in the short term, but it's one I think that we're all thinking about um, in the years to come. Is this going to be is this going to be an unusual summer, or is it going to be sort of a new normal? Um, so I think it's something we have to. Keep in mind because it is a business issue as well as uh, every other kind of issue, right? So Correct. that's yeah. true. Predictions are it's going to get hotter next year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know the c- was- the cinema halls are not packed right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it costs <laughs> twenty bucks to go inside to cool yourself that's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were talking about the uh, the press office, and I was like, you know, I think the, the only really crowded crowded place I've been to lately was I went to see um, Barbie. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but er- er- like Erica, <laughs> real quick, you know, one of the things to consider is that the mayor starts opening up cooling centers everywhere, and when you open up a cooling center, your energy bill goes up for the cooling center, but you cool yourself off. Erica, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time, and have a good time in Austin. A good yeah, safe, safe trip back. And I'm I'm labeling you Erica. Talk a mile a minute greeter. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> well, the caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, to you. All right, same here. Wonderful. Take care. Take care. So we will be back, folks, with the. More movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Well, we're back again, folks, with our last, uh, what is it? Actually, we got 40 minutes this time, Pramod. What are we going to do with all this time? Let's start with sports. We had a guest, but the guest, he backed out at the last minute, so obviously we have to do something else. But yes, yeah, sports. Yes, let's treat each other as guests. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, so we won't insult each other then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as Jawahar agreed, he confessed. <laughs> he admitted. <laughs> All right, folks, it's on air. Everyone has heard this. Right. <laughs> so he does insult us. All right, okay, uh, Jawahar. <laughs> you only insult the people you love, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, on the sports front, uh, there was uh, the ODI match, the second ODI between India and West Indies. ODI meaning One Day International. Oh oh, okay, okay. Jawar ODI needs a lot of education <laughs> in the cricket area. That's true. Uh, this was taking place in Barbados, uh, Bridgetown, and then um, India actually lost. You know, West Indies seemed like they were pushovers, but 
in this particular ODI, uh, they uh, dismissed India for only 181 runs, and then they scored 182 runs uh, by losing only four wickets. So that's a great comeback for West Indies, and uh, good luck to them. And it's wonderful that now we actually have a, a competitive series, you can say. Wouldn't you say, you know, Yeah, so um, I was talking to my brother this morning and he's like, you're not watching India West Indies. I'm like, you know, I saw the level of the West Indies team in the uh, ICC um, one day, uh, the T20 rather, right, right. the T20 um, qualifiers and I was so disappointed. So I don't really have any interest in watching India West Indies. I'd rather watch the Ashes. And what I'm really excited about right now is all the cricket that's going on next door, right in our neighborhood, folks. So I went to see um, some of the matches, the initial matches at Grand Prairie, Texas, which is in Las Colinas, a suburb of Dallas. Right. Uh, it's yeah, a so-called Irving, yeah. Major League Champion. Exactly. It's, no, it's called Major League Cricket. Okay. And there are six teams who are participating, and the teams are MI New York, which is Mumbai Indians, basically. There's um, Los Angeles Knight Riders, which right. is the Kolkata Knight Riders. Those are the two main ones which you can relate to from Indian IPL teams. And then there is uh, Seattle Orcas, who uh, played the best. They are at the top of the league right now. Right. And today at 7.30 is the final between Seattle Orcas and MI New York. And oh. I was rooting for Texas Super Giants, which oh. is uh, basically Chen Chennai. Uh, right, the uh, Chennai franchise. Super Kings, rather. Super Kings. And uh, they lost yesterday, so I was oh. very disappointed. It was a good match in the sense uh, it was very close. And the other and teams who, are watching. Washington Freedom, yeah. and there is San Francisco Unicorns. They're, they're good teams, all of them, in the sense they have six uh, international players and uh -huh. five U.S. players. Oh, okay. So it's very well balanced. And I know you did mention they're all retired and they're older folks, but they I think they're still they at the top well. of their form. And many of them are still playing actively, sure. you know. So. so even though there are these teams with names from different cities, they don't necessarily reside in these cities, right? No, uh, these no. teams are comprised of players, like I said, six international players and five U.S. players. So it's basically just like the IPL, the Indian Premier League. Right. None of these uh, Kolkata Knight Riders uh, players reside in Kolkata. They're just teams which are formed with several players and they auction and then they form their teams. It's and these like uh, team members, oh. they change from year to year. So it's all exactly like your baseball or uh -huh. basketball or... Right. Well, but, but if you have an Astros team, for example, we know it's they come from Houston. So Not necessarily. They, uh, they can come from anywhere. Games, they play half their games in Houston. But they could be from anywhere. The players can be from and anywhere. They're traded quite often. Well, no, no, that part I understand. But if you're a fan, you're rooting for Astros. You're yeah, used, yeah. rooting for Houston. Yes. So you associate the concept the city. is the same. Yeah. You associate yeah. the city. Yes. So yes, the yes. team that was for uh, our area was the Texas uh, uh, Super, Super Kings. Super, Super Kings. Kings. Yes. By the way, we have uh, a caller who just called in. This is the president of the India Culture Center. Oh, okay. Mr. Mala McCullough. Mm -hmm. And he's on the phone. Absolutely. Hi, uh, Mala, hi, how are you? Hello, Jawaharji. How are you doing? Hello, Sinchali. Uh, hello, hello. How are you? How are you? Well, how welcome, are you? welcome. You, yes, you, know, you always have a great show. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. It's always you know, great to learn from you guys, especially with your a varied show with uh, 
with a sports roundup with a quiz you know you really a very very entertaining oh well, thank, thank you so much we thank appreciate you. your comments we we were fortunate to have two of your board members on our uh, board directors rather on, on our show quiz. today for the yeah. quiz on our i think i know this yes we yes. missed you and i noticed that you don't have a guest so i thought i might as well call again oh <laughs> how sweet <laughs> mala you're you're always welcome and i know that you're very very busy right now with the uh, the gala and the independence day program we you need know? all your support Well Certainly. you you've got it you we we're doing whatever we've talked about this We are promoting it uh, several times we are talking about it several times and our biggest crowd puller is Sonu Sood guys we all know about Sonu Sood and if you want to meet him please come and attend one of the programs uh, Malla can uh, is it possible to interview Sonu um, from India uh, for the radio we we might I'm actually trying to do that and uh, I will try to see what is the best way we can do it maybe in the next you know couple of uh, shows which we have before the sure. event right you know we'll try to do that we'll have to be uh, the 5th or the 12th so yes yeah yes. and sonu is uh, he's a big hearted guy so i mean of course he's a good punjabi so he's a big hearted guy <laughs> <laughs> he has to be <laughs> so uh, So tell us All more. All Punjabis are good with food and good good with heart. <laughs> that's yeah. that's true. That's true. And balle balle and bhangra. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. So tell us yeah. what uh, what else will be going on in the gala? At the gala, you know, obviously we have uh, Mr. Sonu Sood, you know, coming to the gala. He's a big crowd puller as uh, Sanchali said and uh, he is going he is he was very very nice and he was very uh, you know, he said that he 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 will do whatever you know he needs to do to make sure the crowd has a good time mm-hmm. and i'm uh, uh, hoping that uh, you know he'll be able to sing and dance along with uh, <laughs> out there and you know all of us will definitely have a good time and then we have great food and uh, we'll have we'll have some sitar tabla and uh, jugalbandi and at the same time we were, we're going to have we can do our quiz show on on stage we can do our quiz show on stage and we have some uh, you know you'll be fully entertained at the gala the, yeah. at this gala the main purpose of the gala is for all the indo americans to feel proud that they have an organization that survived for 50 years based on o- only volunteer support yeah and uh, and obviously you know jawahar ji you guys know more than me about icc but the main thing is you know i really feel proud to be in houston and be associated with icc because you know it's completely a volunteer based organization there is no paid member correct, correct. you know there's nothing like that and this organization has survived and it has been a mother of other organizations mother of know, all really organizations up. yep and uh, um and, and the main reason to have the gala is because of the 50th anniversary and everybody to have a great time and whatever funds we really collect you know from this event we want to have a majority of those funds really be used for indo american seniors because obviously you know as the community grows big you know you have uh, a good senior community also and and that would need help in the future and in whatever which way we can we really want to support the senior community in Houston uh, Indo American seniors and that and I really hope that everybody is going to come in and support us right you know, well we we certainly look forward to it it sounds like a really great event at the Marriott uh, in uh, Sugarland and it's on August the 19th Saturday August the 19th we're going to go directly from the studio 
to the event. Yeah, and, close to uh, you guys. And the main <laughs> Independence Day celebrations are on the 20th, and it's at the Stafford Civic Center. And it's no, no, not Stafford Civic Center. The Stafford Center. Stafford Center. Yeah, Stafford. yeah. I keep. Yeah, I, I just say Civic for one. both of them. Okay, sorry. Stafford Center, which is the larger one where it used to be. On Cash Road. Yeah, on Cash Road on all Cash along. Road, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, that, that's a better venue than what we what you guys did for the Republic Day, but uh, we 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 look forward to for this kind of opportunity though promote. Yeah, <coughs> what I liked is Falguni when she was here on the show. She said you have like past forty three presidents joining y'all, right? Yeah, so that is yes. something no, unique. We, we made sure we've called all the you know, and we are going to recognize. You know, when I say recognize, you know, there's going to be a slide played on some of the important... You know, we, we've collected names of different Houstonians who have been associated in business, in right. culture, in uh, in sports, in every way, in every yes, which way. Yes, yes, she did America. mention that. Yeah. going to recognize everybody, you know, they're going to have a slide on each of them, you know, to be presented at the gala. You know, right. so that, you know, we, we really want to, at the end of the day, cherish the Indo-American community Correct. in Houston mm -hmm. at this gala. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, Malla, all the, the people, the first, all the people, you know, who've been instrumental with ICC, we really want to recognize them. Certainly, That's and wonderful. The, I think ICC, the first president was Dr. Kail Sinwani, who's the publisher who was the of Indo-American News. The Indo -American yeah. News. He was the founder and, and I've been, I've been, and I'm fortunate that you know I really worked with him. When I say worked with him, you know, when I used to do movies in Houston, yes. uh -huh. long, long time back as a hobby, yes. You know, Dr. Sindhwani, you know, he used to always put our ad in the paper. And, uh, you know, we, I really, you know, very nostalgic, you know, and uh, he, was, he was one of the best persons I've met in Houston who was always cheerful and who was, who was always helpful. So yeah, and he served Dr. as uh, the president for three terms, I think. Yeah, he did. He was one of the very few who served three terms. <clears throat> but uh, and you know, we'll if you'll be yeah. recognizing like fifty, um, you know, stalwarts in the community. Right. What Falguni was saying. Yes, that's yeah, right. that's huge. And that's well, so very, very commendable, and we really appreciate all the efforts that you know India Culture Center takes, and how much they care for the community, and how much you know they mean to the community. So they keep up the good work, and we really congratulate you and appreciate well, all your efforts. Also you know? fondly known as the Indian Clothing Company. <laughs> <laughs> Only by Jawahar. <laughs> yeah. No, it, no, it, no I, I want you all guys to be very very well dressed. It should be definitely a clothing company. <laughs> <laughs> we want all of you guys to have a great time at the gala. I'm, right. I'm glad that you have the sense of humor to pick up on Jawahar's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, you know, once upon a time, they all had these uh, Modi jackets they were giving away every yeah. Yeah. So I went over there. I got a Modi jacket. Okay. So you know. So I, you can wear it. So that's when it became the India Indian Clothing Company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember. I think but I was since there. But Jawahar Lal, you need to be like Jawahar Lal Jawar Nehru. Coat. I will yeah. wear my the little Nehru, uh, topi. No, the Nehru yeah. coat. I wear and the my, topi. Wear the topi. Now and, you need it. <laughs> and I that, and now I need it. Pramod, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and a, a little rose in my buttonhole. Yes. 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 <laughs> and Chudidar. Yes, the Nehru coat and Churidar. 
and yeah. we need to find a nice lady for you for sure oh my god that will that will be quite a challenge nehru was a very romantic guy romantic will will you should be you should be a good he was having affairs with lady mountbatten where lady lady mountbatten where she lady mountbatten where you your needs to find one so i thank you malla so very much for coming in thank you very much yeah thank you guys thank you for your time thank you looking forward to both the events Thank you sir. Yeah. All right, see you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Lady Mountbatten, huh? Uh so you guys were in the middle of cricketing yeah, experiences. So, uh, so yeah, to, so tonight is yeah. a, ma- a major league cricket final at 7:30 between uh, the Seattle Grand, Grand at Grand Prairie, Texas. I actually caught part of that on the on what is it? One of the TV channels, yes. cricket highlights? Yes. Yes, yes. It's big news because cricket has come to India. I mean to the US, you know, and that's to huge. To Texas. To Texas moreover, yeah. Uh some of the games were played in Morristown in North Carolina and yeah. then now the finals right. and the semifinals have all are in Grand oh, Prairie. Grand Prairie. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So um it's between Seattle Orcas and MI New York. So folks. No, oh, that would be pretty neat. Yeah, I'm hoping because just recently MI New York in one of the qualifiers defeated Seattle. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So if, we'll see if the roles reverse. No, I think I got it vice versa. Seattle Orcas were defeated only by uh, the LA Knight Riders. Oh, okay. And they didn't lose any of the other matches. Klassen oh. uh, scored a century, which is ah. the only century so far scored. And uh, Trent Bolt has taken the maximum number of wickets. Oh, okay. About 20 odd. In, wow! Yeah, and they only played like six or eight matches each. Right, so not too many. It's too hard to play. There. It is too hard, but that's why they're p- keeping all the matches starting from three thirty. So they have one set of matches from three thirty to seven thirty, and then under floodlights. But there's no, there's no, there's no 10:30. shade for the spectators. There's no there is. Sh- it's covered. Uh, no, right? there's no, no shade. Oh. Most of it is not. Man, no. you need it's to have. Open. You have a. Um, but I spent one day over there. It wasn't that bad. I was surprised. I thought oh, I wouldn't okay. be able to survive, but it wasn't. But because Because see, it's three thirty, right? So you can sit in an area where it gets the shade. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. You just keep Very on soon. moving around. Correct, correct. <laughs> But okay. uh, it's all packed. All the tickets are sold out, and. Uh, How many tickets? I mean, it's a big stadium. It is a big stadium. I do not know the exact capacity, but uh, people are like thronging, and they've gone there with their dolls, and you know they're giving yeah. away a lot of free stuff. And they're stuff. very, very colorful: yellow hats, yes, yes. red jerseys. I got so much free stuff. Swag, I got free swag. stuff for every team. Oh wow! So, yeah. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. You know, and I uh, I saw a picture the other day uh, of the uh, short video clip of the the cricket stadium in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It can hold a, up to a hundred thousand people. Yeah, I was I was Eden, shocked. Eden Gardens Did it beat Motera. Yeah, Motera has more, but Eden Gardens used to be the biggest stadium at one point. That was like hundred, hundred and twenty thousand. So. Really? But I mean, in but Ma- Motera holds more, I think. Are there enough people in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Or rather, Modi Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Gujarat yeah. now, I think that's the biggest stadium. But uh, talking B- about West Indian players, Dre Russell was he- is here. Kyron Pollard is here, and uh, Dwayne J- Bra- Bravo. 
so you know they are like the main guys sure, and sure. Uh, nicholas puran oh, malinga yeah. is of course there coaching so a lot of uh, you know yeah, yeah yeah no it might be for a fan i think it's still a treat yes i got gavaskar's autograph Woo-hoo! oh you met him <laughs> i met him again oh, <laughs> yeah nice. second time second time on a, on what is it on paper or no on you the, know those, those signs which are four and six four on one oh, side six. Oh, okay. so i just had that in my hand i just handed that to him and he he his signature is very pretty very oh, nice okay. he has a very good handwriting oh, oh that's great i posted it on facebook <laughs> ah good so thrilled well we we're, we're going to be going to a commercial break in a minute and a half and then when we come back we'll talk oh, about movies 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 movies, movies. And, uh, we need to talk about the ashes yes absolutely the, just before this but, but we've got 2 minutes to go uh well that's not enough for the ashes the ashes is very very long fifth fifth test uh, yeah. jawahar ashes are played between england and australia and how old is the ashes this tournament yeah it's uh, it's like a very uh, historic very prestigious right very they burned the stumps yeah one time they yes one so time. that's how the name came about yeah, yeah. But, uh, but they don't continue is, to burn it anymore. It is no. the series to look forward to, you know? That's right. Yeah. In London. It's like the Wimbledon of tennis. No, they switch. Uh, this time it's in England. Yeah. And the previous time it was in Australia. Oh. They have, so they keep switching. Do they keep on moving the ashes also? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's like the Wimbledon of... It's like the Olympic year. torch going yes, from one place yes, to the yes, other. Exactly. Yes, yes. So that's the idea. So... But... Uh, uh it's the, tomorrow is going to be the fourth day of the match at the end of the third day uh england was at 389 for 9 so the tail enders uh, stuart broad and james anderson were playing mm. and uh australia in their second inning will have at least 377 runs to score wow which might we be are a tight tough right now they we're tied right 2 and 2 Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is the fifth and deciding test match, Jawar. Mm. Yeah. This will decide who will get the ashes. Oh. Yeah. The last uh, ma- uh, test match was drawn. Washed out. Yeah. yeah because so of rain. So I think rain. Australia is ahead. Still leading. Yeah. Two to one. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. You're absolutely right. Third mm-hmm. test was won by England. Yes. Yeah. We've got twenty so. seconds. Yeah. So we'll see if uh, we'll come <coughs> back in uh, after the commercial break. Yes, stay tuned folks. We'll When we talk, talk about, about movies. movies. All right folks, this is a new American news. Don't go away cuz we won't go away. <laughs> 6pm on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Wo kuch kehti nahi par ye bhi ek bhasha hai. Heere ki chamak har nare ki abhilasha hai. Ha. तुम कीमती हो ये सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जूलर्स ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7134806776 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ क्राइम 
politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. So everyone's been talking about this new movie in town that opened up yesterday. It is called... Oppenheimer. Not him. <laughs> I'm talking about the Desi movie. What is Rinku and Rani? Ki yeah, Amar Kahani? Yeah, right, right. Something uh, like Oppenheimer that. opened like a couple of weeks oh, back. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw it uh, uh, earlier this week. How was it? Uh, it's very good. But you need to have a lot of background knowledge of the atom development of the atomic bomb. Right, yeah, yeah. And You uh, need to have a degree in physics. That's It's a true. very long movie. It's a three-hour movie. Yes. Just like it, Mission Impossible was three hours. Yeah. Yes, but oh, you don't even know where the three hours went. It that's was so true, good. that's true. Yeah, this Did you watch it, Jawar? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it I fun? I loved it. It was great. It did was you great. see the making of Mission Impossible? Part of how it. How he did the stunts? I, I, oh, I, my I saw a couple of things. I love the part where how they made the whole train, you know, uh, compartment by compartment. Mm. You have to see Mission Impossible. From okay. All, yeah. But no, no, he saw Barbieheimer. I've seen Barbie. You can talk about Oppenheimer. Okay, so let me... Uh, say that it's based on a book. It's called uh, where is it? <laughs> yeah, it's the American Prometheus: The Triumph and Tragedy of J. Robert Oppenheimer. And Oppenheimer is a uh, was, nuclear scientist. He was German. He moved over here. Yeah, he was German of uh, Jewish origin, mm-hmm. and then he was a theoretical uh, nuclear scientist, and he was selected. Uh, to lead the Manhattan Project, which ultimately led to the development of the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, tested in Los Alamos. White Sands National Monument. Near the White Sands. And uh, uh, so it's an amazing story. Uh, Christopher Nolan is the director, mm-hmm. and previously he did Dunkirk. Mm. And what is interesting about the movie is it shows two types of destruction. One is the atomic bomb and the destruction of a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, by his enemies. So it's a combination of those two. Really? Uh, yeah. So how Oppenheimer... Because I think at the end he repented that he had created the atom bomb, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, There's some uh, well, thing about Bhagavad Gita and yeah, Sanskrit. No, but, what, but, what is that? Yeah, the, what, uh, yeah, it is well-known fact that Oppenheimer was, was not happy with the development of the bomb because he thought it could be used to destroy humanity. Correct. Right. And then he uh, had There's some Sanskrit to, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, what, uh, and so he recited uh, a, a stanza from Bhagavad Gita. And basically uh, what it says is, uh, I am death, the destroyer of worlds in English. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, so uh, there's a, another scene in the movie that has uh, sparked controversy in India. Uh, see, uh, Oppenheimer was uh, uh, in um, a relationship with another woman, not his wife. Oh, mm. okay. And then in this scene, they're shown uh, 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 naked. Mm. And mm. then they talk about uh, Sanskrit and so forth. I don't want to reveal too much yes, yes, for yes. people who want to see the movie. I'm going to see it. Yeah. yeah, so that created a controversy in India because of the nudity involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and there's another movie that has created some controversy it's called uh, bawal yeah. and uh, pramod has seen that one too yeah so. it's on amazon prime so anyone uh, with prime uh, membership can see it mm-hmm. so what is bawal all about it's a, it's a movie about this uh, a teacher uh, in uh, uttar pradesh uh, lucknow rather and uh, he uh, doesn't know much about history he's uh, he's created a self image of a uh you know motorcycle riding hero and so forth mm-hmm. and uh, for some reason um, that i don't want to tell uh, he's suspended so he takes himself and his wife on a trip to europe oh uh, because the the subject on the that, motorbike uh, no <laughs> <laughs> the subject he was teaching was about world war 2 oh and so they went to all the sites in europe related to the war oh. they visited normandy beach and finally they ended up at auschwitz right and then they showed the uh, one of those um, uh, cubicles where the pe- the people were um, uh, kept not only kept but um, uh, exterminated exterminated exactly and uh, so some of the uh, uh, members of the jewish lobby are objecting to that scene saying that it trivializes the uh suffering that the jewish people did but i thought it was okay mm. because there's a new generation they don't know anything about it right but so, there there's been enough movies made about yeah, auschwitz right so like schindler's list yes, for example was, exactly so it wasn't you know it's it show it depends on how you actually show the scenes yeah i think they showed it with some uh, reverence yeah, yeah i think so uh and then a lot of people in india have no clue about all this so the movie that you saw was called bawal and uh, starring and it, uh, varun dhawan and uh, janvi kapoor okay see, and it's out on you saw it on netflix no, no amazon, amazon prime. prime okay so uh, check put, it out put, for yourself and put it on your list folks absolutely yeah, and see what you think so i saw one on i think netflix it's called gumra with uh, uh, aditya oh, roy kapoor is it a uh, remake twins. of the old one No this is about uh, you mentioned it last time mistaken identity yes. i really liked it so that's oh, why i'm okay. mentioning Gumra. it again so if you all want you all can watch it okay. and the latest movie that's out in town it's showing at the theaters is rocky or rani ki prem kahani uh, it's a karan johar movie of uh-huh. course so it is a blockbuster multi starer and uh, do we have to go to a commercial break no, no. okay so so promote in so, a stage voice whispering socks <laughs> oh he wants to listen to a song so right. this one also has uh, uh, you know the main main stars are ranveer singh and yes. alia bhat but right. it also has a bevy of other bollywood stars again yeah. there is varun dhawan there sara ali khan janvi kapoor ananya pande and uh, although it's supposed to be a fun family film it addresses deep rooted issues such as patriarchy gender bias misogyny body shaming okay. etc etc it's a karan johar movie it is a karan johar movie so you know it's always a huge blockbuster colorful loud uh, movie so i'm looking forward to watching it i haven't watched it yet i'll go watch it this tuesday and it also has our stalwarts from uh, yester years like dharmendra shabana azmi jaya bachchan so folks check it out and a lot of bengali stars i saw in there like tota roy choudhury and i saw uh, chuni ganguly they're big names in uh, kolkata uh, movies okay. so bengali movies uh, so, some people um, have accused karan johar of stealing from himself because a lot of the things that he brought up in his 
previous movies. He has the ones repeated the, them? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Is he running out of ideas? Seems maybe, like maybe. It. Seems yeah, like so it. it's about a Punjabi boy and a Bengali girl. So, right, so and then... He's known for, uh, you know, glamour sets. You know, Vicky Donor was also a Punjabi boy and a Bengali girl. Right, Remember? right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, so you'll see Alia Bhatt in, in her glamorous uh, setting. Yeah. So They could have picked a Bengali girl, you know. That's anyway. true. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so. uh, anyway, so mm. it's, you know, it's gaining so much publicity that it might be worth checking out. Yes, yes. Because Karan Johar movies always, you know, uh, attract uh, attention. And then I went and saw Barbie. Oh, okay. So, so tell us about Barbie. Same thing. You know, there are controversies about Barbie too, you know, because yeah. there are issues dealing with patriarchy and you know the uh, but no. tell us the basic story the basic doll. story is the doll who tries to come to a real world I and see. tries to check it out as to what's happening in the real world and how unfit they are they realize and then uh, barbie realizes there's a lot of you know same thing misogyny and you know gender bias she goes to the head of the Mattel office and finds there's no woman in there on the board of directors. And she asks, is there a CEO? No. Is there a CCO? No. Is there a CFO? No. So there's no women up on top. So, you know, it has uh, sparked it has some controversy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, how did you like Margot Robbie's work? Uh, it was an okay movie to me okay. because they tried to deal with a lot of issues and they I, I felt it didn't quite gel together that well uh-huh. so it was okay to me but it's a blockbuster uh, from a revenue yeah, point because of view. Uh, I think people haven't you know ever thought of Barbie coming out as a movie so Correct. I think it's the first of its kind the yeah, concept that was brilliant itself. that was brilliant yes, to come up yes. with something like that. and then mm-hmm. she created the entire uh, uh, the props and everything so just a, like play world and you know there's a second generation of little girls who are going to be watching Barbie that's and, and true right getting ingrained in Barbie right right Mattel yeah. made a fantastic choice I mean they got lucky I guess yes yes and Ken has a big role to play in it I see and uh, I am getting a feeling there'll be a sequel which will be coming out it's that about guy, Ken <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Gosling <laughs> yes he, yeah. he played the role of he's both. a really handsome person yes, yes, yes one yes. Criti- criticism about the movie is it's not catering to the uh, preteen girls. Uh, it's more it's, of it's an adult, adult Yeah, film. it's an adult movie. It's definitely it's, not a children's movie. It's, it's not, not a an adult-rated adult movie. No, no, no. I don't think so because there are no... Because she's sexless, right? She And she talks about that too, that I do not have any genitals or whatever. So, what? Uh, what? Because she's a doll. But uh, anyway, uh, no. It's... Uh, I mean, everyone can see it, but... I don't think the youngsters will relevant. get most of it. Yeah, so because they they've produce... dealt with a lot of issues which is not fit for very right. young children. They won't understand it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if they create a Barbie that has uh, uh, pre-adolescent uh, themes, mm-hmm. it might be a big hit as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, it was quite interesting how, so maybe that's how a, Barbie that's world a... becomes Kendam and you know, it's, that's it's the interesting. Prequel. Yeah. Like uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch uh, Rocky and the Bullwinkle show. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. And the dialogues were very adult. Yeah. yeah. But the children enjoyed it too. So yeah, yeah. It, you have to have something that appeals to both segments. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So in this movie, what they did is they changed Barbie world to Ken Dum, and then you know the chaos, and then oh, how okay. Barbie wins it back and again makes it. Oh, Barbie I see. World. So there's a bit of a story. Bit of a story. Oh yeah, there's a story, of course. How she lands in Mattel, uh, you know, so, the building. Oh, and our Mahesh Sriram has a very brief, brief, very I caught a very sh- small glimpse of him. Oh, okay. But he's also acting in Haunted Mansion. Right. So our very own local Mahesh Sriram is in two movies right now, which are showing at oh, the box. Wow. Oh, nice, guys. nice. So, he finally, yeah. finally paid off. Yes, yes, yes. He's been at it for a long, long time. Yes. So he's been acting in Telugu movies and all for right, a while, right. but now he's into Hollywood. Yeah. That's right. I think uh, that's great. An example of how you, if you persevere, you have good yeah. chances. He's like our uh, Pavan Grover. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Pavan has persevered for sure, but now he's understood. There's another movie called One Friday Night, and the review is not that great. It yeah. has Ravina Tandon in it, and uh, yeah. yeah. So all right, so I'm going to play this song from Rocky Rani Ki Prem Kahani. All right. What Jamka? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but we can close this uh, set off with that. Yeah, and then uh, everybody uh, stay cool. Uh, try not to be in the sun for too long. Eat plenty of watermelon. Drink plenty of tequila. Water. Don't drink tequila. Don't listen to Jawahar. Margaritas. Margaritas. They dehydrate you. Alcohol yeah. dehydrates you. Yeah. And it'll rehydrate afterwards. No. Drink water, folks. <laughs> and stay cool. Put some tequila stay in the watermelon. Indoors, yeah. Don't venture maybe out too much in the sun. Maybe some electrolytes through. Uh, Gatorade, maybe. Yeah, yeah, possibly. And we'll see you next Saturday when it is another 102 degrees. And then you'll have another quiz show. And yes. we'll have Do you have an show. idea of who the candidates are? I am trying to get the International Hindi Association guys. Oh, okay. Because uh, they have a function coming What happened coming to on our youth them. leadership, wildly? They have, they're all on vacation or otherwise ah. youthfully preoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. It's summer after all. Yeah. So, But we will have them again after the semester starts in September. Okay. And folks, stay indoors. There's a lot of good movies to watch, so y'all can, you know, catch up on all and these And Jyoti's uh, Classically Yours will return after another gap of a week. There's another good show which is going on right now. It's called Night Manager on Hulu. Whoever has Hulu can watch it. This is the second season. It's also got Siddharth Roy, I mean, uh, Aditya Roy Kapoor. It's not the it. movie, the Night Manager. It is the same series as oh. the, uh, it, they've made it in Hindi. Yeah. Oh, oh they made it in Hindi. Yes, 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 yes. By the There's way, Bawal, uh, it's actually in English. It may have been dubbed. Oh. Uh, the dialogue seems a little funny. Okay. But it is in English. All right. Okay. Mm. On Amazon That's Prime. That's good to know, Pramod. Yeah. Good information. All right, folks. So there's Swami Mukundananda coming. There's ICC Independence Day Festival. And there's the ICC Gala, folks. A lot happening in the next couple of weeks. And we are letting you listen to this What Jumpka from Rocky or Rani Ki Prem Kahani. And with that, I'm out of here. See you next hot Saturday. Bye, folks. Have a good week. Until next Saturday. Bye. What Jumpka? What Jumpka? What Jumpka?